following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey ho, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we have BJ Mezik coming on the show and Robert Donovan. Both are in a bunch of movies that we go to the premieres of, and we love them to death. They think they're fabulous. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, oh, I forgot to start this thing. Hold on. Oh, I guess it started already, though. Okay, good. And uh, so before we get started, let's first just say hi to my cool, outrageous, gorgeous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Should I make it brighter? <laughs> what an Should opening. Should we be a little brighter? Can we go brighter? Yeah, why not? Let's go brighter. Then we're pretty bright over we're here. We're pretty bright on the other monitor. Each monitor has a different tone because they're different computers. <laughs> and we have two or three in this studio right now. We're going to go a little brighter. There we are. Okay, are good. We better on the other one. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Hi, everybody. We're raining again, yes. and we're freezing again. And LA does not need any more rain because the sewers have backed up. And people are complaining that sewerage is coming back up in their toilets and in their sinks. Could you believe that? And we're in Palm Springs for anybody tuning in who doesn't know us. So right. we live in Palm and Springs. And we're pretty good because our river, we have a river here. And all our pipes are connected to the river, which goes out. I don't know where it goes to. Yeah, there's no ocean. You're, Astro, you're a bad boy. You can't come near. Oh, Astro, mm, Prince. All right, Prince, a little faggotina that he is. You know why? Raining. And he won't go out to urinate or poo-poo. So guess what he did? <laughs> he peed on the doors going into the living room, and he poo-pooed in the living room. <laughs> so now I'm mad at him, and he knows it. He's a smart dog. He knew he'd do bad. he did bad, but he won't go out. And it wasn't even raining. That's It's just wet. And, it, and guess what? There's a cover. Our, our entire patio has cover, so the rain doesn't go on our patio. Just, but it is wet though. The it is wet, wet because it drips, you know, it blows in with the wind. But right now there is no rain. I think the sun is trying to come out. And the prince, oh, he's not he going to will get not go out. His little feety feet. He will not go wet. out. In the he doesn't like to get his feet wet. I mean, he's really. When we were just talking yesterday how good he was doing. He hasn't pooped yeah. or peed in the, in the house in a long time. And then. It start, poured down rain, and now he's pooped and peed in the house. You know, but those little dogs do that. My big dog, the Shazam, you know, the 130-pound guy, he never. He knew how to go out. And Brandy Girl, she goes out. They're very clean. But that little snot nose, boy, oh, boy, he's spoiled silly. And he's over looking at your computer now. Trying to I know. He, he, how he's going to get over he here. He follows me around, and he watches. He, he'll sit there and watch everything I do. Every movement I make, he moves his head he loves me, and I love him. 
but I'm angry with him. Bless Cindy, Cindy Lady Lakes in the chat room. Hey, Cindy, hello. Hey, Cindy. And she says that her dog is the same way. It hates the rain. What's and they name? have a little dog, Gizmo, and he's adorable. But why, why do they just like the rain so? Oh, I don't know. I don't really like going out in the rain. Huh? <laughs> well, we don't exactly like go hang out in the rain. Yes, but I don't think we would poop on the living room floor. No. I don't think we would do that. I'm sure I wouldn't. Possibly you may. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. So lots of cool stuff going on, you guys. Do you and... ever have an itchy ear? Oh, I think I have to have. They sell that wonderful machine that I see on television. If any of you out there bought it, does it really work? The machine that you put in your ear and it pushes hot water in and sucks it out and it gets the wax out. I have wax buildup in my ears. I have my ears cleaned all the time. And I don't know why I manufacture so much wax, but I was thinking of storing it and making candles. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, why, put it, why put it to waste, right? <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. You got to, like, love it. Well, so they be Ron Russell candles. When they burn, they'll smell like me burning. <laughs> what a thought. So, um, so in not net, not this weekend, but the following weekend, mm. and we're spending the weekend in LA, and we're going to the uh, uh, birthday party of Ron's friend and a Montague King. It's all formal. It should be a lot of fun. And then we're he, staying. He is my dearest friend. I know him for over about twenty one years. We've been buddies. And then uh, he is the founder and the uh, the founder and the CEO of. Janae Montague King Cosmetics, which are the biggest cosmetics in Europe. He's in Australia. He's in Germany. He's, he's all over the world. And he has a few salons here. And he's very, very wealthy. And he's throwing a bash that's probably going to be 150000 if not more, at the Ambassador Hotel. No, Biltmore. Biltmore. Bilt, I'm sorry, the Biltmore Hotel in L.A., which is the equivalent to the Ritz Plaza in New York. Um, it's going to be like a wedding. He did a uh, after party for his movie that he has out, and that movie is called The Prince, the Maybelline what? Prince. The Maybelline Prince. It'll be soon out. It'll soon be out. We saw it at the premiere, and we went to the premiere of the film, and then the after party was at the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. My God, white roses all over. Five or six people walking around with hors d'oeuvres and canapes, canapes, all kinds of stuff they had food a band a full orchestra band to dance to and i said to janae that was quite an event i've never been to an after party like it and he said to me wait till you see my birthday party because he turns 80 years old and he looks wonderful for 80 he looks about 65 um so we're going to have lots of pictures of that because it's going to be a, one of the highlights of us living here in California, probably the most beautiful party we've ever been to. Then we sleep over at the hotel, and the next morning we get up and we dress in tuxedos to go to the uh, party, the Academy. Luxury Gala Oscar party. Right, the Oscar party where everybody's going to be. So that's going to be fun. And then when that's over, about 11 or 12 o'clock, if we make it, we drive back to Palm Springs and go to, sleep. to collapse. <laughs> and if you're wondering about my dogs, my daughter Leslie will stay at our house and take care of the dogs while we're gone that weekend. We never leave our dogs alone. Ever. Ever. So we want to also welcome Dawn Hinton joined us, and she lives in, um, she lives in, it begins with a B. Where yeah. did we go to shoot that movie with, with Caroline Williams when, she, when we met Felissa Rose and everybody? Oh, that, that was up in uh, uh, Santa Clarita. No, no, it began with a B. 
No. No. It's where, do you, where are you from? Where do you live, Don? Anyway, Don says it's hailing there where she lives. Yeah, because she's up past. She's north of Santa Clarita. Bakersfield. She's in Bakersfield. Bakersfield is very north. And yes, they had uh, snow flurries in in uh, Stevenson Ranch in Santa Clarita, which is only twenty one miles from Hollywood. She says it's hailing right now. Yeah. So the weather is really Stay weird. Safe, Don. Weird weather. New York is having great weather. We're having horrible weather. I have never, ever felt... I've been in Palm Springs for over 20-something years, you know, with the exception of a few years in in Pennsylvania. But I have never experienced such horrible weather in California. I remember years ago, we all wore white and we swam. You could go swimming in the winter. It was beautiful. We had the best climate in the country. No longer. So a lot of stuff is happening to California that was not like it was years ago, which is making me very weary about living here. And I'm actually con- though it is rain, it is snowing in New York now too. Oh, snowing in New York. Well, that's expected. But they're expected. But that's it's the first New- one. Yeah, but that's New York. You know, it gets snow, but California. I mean, Hollywood having snow flurries. This is ridiculous. There is climate warming, but how can it be climate warming if it's snowing? That would be climate colding, wouldn't it? I just oh, I think know. that they the planet, you know, I saw on YouTube, I watch YouTube, I would love YouTube. And they were explaining how the, the earth is on a tilt. And every time that we send off nuclear devices, the earth sh- shifts a little more and it tilts. A couple of billion years ago, the earth was straight. It wasn't tilted. And that's why the climates change. So I think that where we are absolutely destroying our planet. And eventually, I believe we will destroy the human race if we keep it up. So I would suggest that we stop wars and we stop finding new bombs to blow up more people and put that science and money towards cancer, AIDS, excuse me, and COVID. Let's get rid of all these things that are harming us rather than spending that money on bombs. Anyway, tomorrow... I'm super excited, and it'll. I'm probably going to be disappointed, but Ron and I and his daughter Deirdre are going to see Cocaine Bear. I know everybody else has already seen it because it's one of the biggest movies that are out, but uh, I can't wait to go and see it. It's based on a true story. It's a horror movie about a bear uh, who accidentally eats cocaine and kills everybody, and uh, they didn't expect it to do well, and it has did really well. As a matter of fact, I think it beat Ant-Man and the Wasp for its second week, and... Uh, so I'm looking very much forward to going and seeing that tomorrow night since I like horror movies and and uh, we don't go to a whole lot of them. I watch a lot of them at home, so it's going to be fun. And- I don't think I'm going to like it because I don't like the subject matter and I don't like the cruelty that they have to portray. the. Bear. Of course, the bear is animated. It's not, uh, not animated. It's What do they call those? Yeah, like like your animatronic, animatronic. It's an animatronic bear. But still, the imagery that I'm going to see is this bear and probably they will kill it. And I dislike so animals being killed in film. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of movies where dogs have been shot, and you see the dead dog with the blood. And yeah, I, get, we don't like that. I get very upset. We usually turn those. Uh, I don't off. find that entertainment. So producers out there, knock off, not stop shooting horses and dogs and bears. It, it's very upsetting to the us who love animals, and I adore love animals. If I had a farm, I'd have every kind of animal known to man on it. And we love dogs. And I love dogs and cats and everything. But I don't think I'm going to like this movie at all. And then well, the, the, last mere, the mere, movie fact, we saw that, was the mere fact that everybody finds it amusing that an airplane 
they throw cocaine out of an airplane and the bear sees it coming down and he eats it. And the bear goes crazy from the cocaine and begins killing people. Um, it opens the door, though, for a I don't see. I don't see point to it, sense to it. I just think it's a sensational a film of sensationalism. But it's a true story. I know it's it really a true. Happened. Well, it's a true story that Hollywood's doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love these. I love these true stories they do in Hollywood, like the Valentino life story. I mean, that was such a lie. Everything in it was a lie, uh, and also other. Autobi- the Marilyn Monroe one. You had a heart. Was that the one? That, well, the, Mar- the Marilyn Monroe one was a joke. I mean, Marilyn. No. So anyway, Hollywood loves to sensationalize everything. Like Rock Hudson was had a black lover, and Rock Hudson went to the Academy Awards and announced that his lover was black. That never happened, and Rock Hudson never had a black lover. Rock Hudson liked young, blue-eyed, blonde boys. I knew Rock Hudson. So, you know, you're going to talk to me. You're talking to the to pre- the preacher. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, though. It's fine. I mean, I was a dark-haired guy, and I couldn't understand why Rock Hudson wasn't hitting on me because I was ready. I mean, with Rock, <laughs> oh, with Rock, with Rock Hudson, <laughs> please. And he never hit on me, ever. He was nice to me and sweet to me, but he never hit on me. And then I asked, I said, what's with Rock Hudson? You know, I was young. I was much way younger than he at the time. And uh, it was after we shot uh, an episode of uh, Macmillan and Wife. And someone said to me, oh, don't you see his boyfriend? I said, yeah. He had a a boyfriend for a long time who was blonde, long blonde hair and blue eyed. He said, that's all Rock Hudson liked. I said, okay. (laughs) And I went home and I cried for a couple of hours. and And then too bad you never met Cary Grant. (laughs) <laughs> what? And too bad you never met Cary Grant. <laughs> oh, had I met Cary Grant, there would have been, oh, the news, the press would have gone wild. Lunatic <laughs> young man attacks Cary Grant, jumps all over him, starts kissing him. That would have been me, the lunatic guy. You know, these are really sensational men if you're gay. And if you're women, you know, these men were men. Today, the stars we have in Hollywood are boys, and they behave like boys. But Rock Hudson was a man and acted like a man. And Cary Grant and all the great stars of of Hollywood of yesteryear were men. Today, like I repeat myself, watch them when they act. They're 35 and 40-year-old boys. So So, a lot of of women are complaining about that. I, I know because my daughters are single and they say a lot of men they meet are boys. They dress like boys. They're 50 years old, 55 years old, and they dress with the short pants, tattoos, you know, the hat backwards, the engineer hat backwards, and they look like 18-year-old rap singers. And women are not interested in that. Women would like a man, a gorgeous man. Which which, which we have two men coming on soon. So, yeah, these two. So BJ's here, you guys. We're going to take a quick music break. We want to welcome B. Claudia into the chat room. And uh, so, hey, B in Germany, and um, we're going to – Real quick, play Young Zuck, you guys, let it go. When we come back, we're going to have BJ Mezik on the line. It'll be yeah, a lot of fun. and a fun. lot of 55-year-olds want to look like Young Zuck. Uh, uh, and look, you look stupid. No, young Zuck young. is gorgeous. I mean, young boy. Young, he's young. He's young. <laughs> yeah, I know him well. He's a very dear friend of ours. And he's the sweetest thing in the world. And he's a boy, and he dresses like a boy. And that's okay, because he goes out with young girls. But a 55-year-old woman doesn't, well, maybe some are, uh, Cougars, Smile. They, they would go out. He's going to take a picture. Smiling. All right, everybody, check it out. Here's Young Zuck. Let it go. We'll be right back. 
Don't tell me let it go Yeah, woke up on a Sunday Thinking it was Monday Can't remember last night I just remember one play I'm on the runway Searching for the one thing I'm just trying to get back And maybe have a fun day Don't tell me let it go On the road At the show Just for show When you only feeling down You let me know Don't tell me let it go On the road At the show Just for show When you only feeling down You let me know Like I'm out The name of the song is Let It Go. He's got an album dropping later this year. I can't wait for it because I really like him a lot. And, and I'm uh, not a fan of rap, as you well know, but I like his rap because his rap is music. And he sort of sings in with the music. He's not so – most rappers are – the music, not even that noise they make, is different than the, 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 the lyric. But Zach combines the lyric with nice music. And I like his rap. And I'm not saying it because he's a friend of mine. Uh, had if he wasn't because yeah, he has a lot of friends who are rappers he didn't like their music <laughs> yeah I, I mean i tell my rapper friends i hate your music but make money i'll never i'll never talk bad about you ever because i don't like talking bad about anyone but um so let's bring on our guest what is how zach yeah zach is good yeah let's bring our guest on all so right we, so everybody we have now we're working on our first guest who is it bj mezic hey <laughs> like i didn't know 
Where is he? There hey, he BJ, how you doing? Oh, you got to be a I will, thank you. you. Oh, you never am, I, uh, am I stuttering a little bit here? No, you're good. A no, little, you could come, come, come closer. Little, yeah, come a little closer if you can. Come closer. Come a little bit so we closer. Can see your face. There we go. Did you have a beard always? It's not a beard. It's a uh, goatee. It's a, it's a goatee. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I used to have a goatee when I was young. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. It depends on the role. I just did a uh, uh, an alien storm. I played the NSA chief and had to uh, age a little bit. So off came the goatee, gray a little bit in the mustache, gray in the hair. So yeah, yeah, I saw Turned that. Actually. So listen, Paul, make, let's do an make intro. yourself a little louder. Oh, I see. Uh, 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 oh, that might. Be you know what? Let me let me switch to these. Maybe this will help. If you could up your volume, it'd be better. Is there a way to make him louder on or no? I have it on as loud as it goes. I'm Is that better? Oh, yeah, that's a little better. Okay. Um, um, I'm is your volume up all the way? Uh, it is. Okay. So just speak up. I, I think. Are you talking? <laughs> I can speak up. I've got a big voice. I could do that. Sure, why not? Yeah. Are you talking <laughs> to the computer or a microphone? I'm into the microphone now. I've switched over to the, the headpiece. Oh, you got one of those things around your a lavalier. Okay. There we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor, producer, writer, and fledgling director, DJ <laughs> Nesic. Hey! How, how have you been? It's been a while. How, how long ago were you on our show? Uh, last uh, July-ish, I think it was right Death before count. Death Count released. Death yeah, count. right, right. But we right. saw him at Bermuda Island. Oh, I see you. And were... we see him at I see Tommy I'm Knocker. T- that's not mm-hmm. what I said. I said, how long has it been since you've been on our show? So I want to tell you something, PJ. Remember the last time that you were on the show and we had everybody from Death Count on? Mm-hmm. And right before the show, our computer took a shit for some reason. And we had to do it from my office. Right. So today, the same thing happened. <laughs> At 11.30, the computer stopped working. I had to go get a different computer to do it on because we usually do it on a big 32-inch monitor so we can see everything. And I was like, that fucking BJ, every time he comes on, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I, cool. I, I wasn't going to say that, but you said it for me. <laughs> now, did I like Death Count? You, didn't you see loved Death it. Count. You thought it was an amazing how show. How come I didn't see Death Count? Because I watched it. I'm, I watched it while I was working. Why didn't you let me watch um, it? Because I didn't think you would like it. It's really violent. A lot of blood? <laughs> it's it's kind of like it, a there's song There's a movie. lot of blood, yeah. You, it's kind of like a song movie. Movie. I, don't, I, I don't watch those movies. No, I mean, we had them on. You know what? Believe it or not, I'm going to be 83 soon, and I still have nightmares. If I, if I see a scary movie before I go to sleep, I dream about it. Isn't that weird? Not at all. I, mean, I did the same age, thing. Yeah, I'll actually saying. put films on to go to sleep to to induce dreams. <laughs> no, uh, you would think someone at my age would be sophisticated enough and worldly enough that those movies don't matter. They do. Yeah. When I see guts and blood and eyeballs hanging out, ugh, yeah. I don't like that. So death count. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. that one, that one, that one, or that one, or that one. Then, but but now what 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 was he? He was in what? Bermuda Island. We just saw yeah, death were- count. Uh, uh, no. Night of the Tommy Knockers. Oh, I love Night of the Tommy. That was our favorite one. Uh, oh, thank you. I know Richard Greco was wonderful in it. Like I yes. keep saying, he did nothing. He didn't even act. He didn't even have. Do- he <laughs> sat there and gave us faces that when they killed him, I was so happy. Rich was uh, in his him. element. I hated him in that movie. He was. <laughs> but he was a good. He, oh, he was. One- I mean, I love him as a friend, as a person. I love Richie. Absolutely. But, uh, I thought he was great. Everybody was good. 
I wish that Sarah had more lines, and I wish they gave Sarah, Sarah wasn't in nine of the. In Tommy Knockers, Sam Sarah had no, zero lines. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. On now. oh yeah. yeah. I I wish that Sarah had better lines or more lines. Uh, I think there were too many people in that film. Too many people in a scene. It should have been less people and more concentration on you. And on Sarah and who who else was the lead? I forgot who that lead guy because we had never met him before, but yeah. he was really good. John Wells. Yes. What, John Wells. John Wells. We're gonna John have, to have him on yeah. the show. Yeah, he John was John is a wonderful better. actor. And also I would have liked it better if you ran away from the monsters rather than ran after the monsters. <laughs> I don't think Sarah French would run after a monster. I know oh, Sarah French is a bad ass. She will run into danger to save everybody else. She's a wonderful actress and, I, a, and a very, very dear friend of mine, a close, dearest friend in the world. I, and I love her work. I love the oh, fact- Wait a minute, I'm not finishing, oh. and then you can have it. I really <laughs> wish they would have uh, showcased her better. Let's put it that way. I'm going to talk to the Mall brothers about it when I see them. I didn't care for Bermuda Island. It was okay. It wasn't great, but I really liked not, uh, the pictures when they came out of the pictures. When they come out of the picture. Mar oh, Art of the Dead. Art of the Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not in Art of the Dead. No, but no, next no. I loved Art of the Dead, and I loved Tommy Knockers. Bermuda Island, I don't know. What would you think of Bermuda Island working in it? Uh, it was a fun experience. We went to Vieques, a little island off of Puerto Rico, to shoot uh, all of the island scenes. Uh, the airport stuff was done in Anaheim. Uh, it was an experience. We we had some fun. There was some bonding. There was some. That, that uh, wasn't that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> the question is what he's the executive producer of it. He's not going to tell no, you he I didn't know. like it. No, you know what? No, you know what? You know what? I don't. I don't build up a film and disappoint an audience because they resent you for it. Sure, they hate you for it. I say the film is fun if you enjoy that sort of film. But it wasn't anything like Tommy Knockers or the other one. It wasn't. It was. It was. I wasn't thrilled with it. It was okay. We had some challenges. It was, it was fun. We had to it was fun. Huh? So, un unfortunately, we had some challenges we had to overcome, mostly because of COVID, and that changed the dynamic quite a bit. So, what we had to work with and what we had to shoot, yeah, I, I'm good with the film. I like the film. Uh, it's not exactly what uh, Adam Worth, our director, wanted to go for. But again, with COVID and everything that went on, and, and it, it just wasn't what we were able to to, to make it's what tough. we it absolutely film, wanted. The film, still a good was, the film was good. It was the storyline that was weak for me. You know, how many more times are we going to see monsters killing people? Can't we get creative and do something else? Why don't we have people on Bermuda Island killing each other? <laughs> You know that I like better. Did you ever see? You and I can talk about that off air. I've I, I've got something I'm in the process of writing that we Wait can discuss. A minute. Did you ever see the movie? And then there were none. That's essentially where we're going with this other one. I uh, love that sort of an idea. I'm tired of monsters. I think monsters are played out. Superheroes like the Ant Man, ridiculous. They're played out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to making Hitchcockian films. Let's get back to getting films where the audience doesn't know what's going mm -hmm. on. The sensationalism is boring now. We need to have stories. It's good scripts. Ron, Ron's, biggest, Ron's problem with horror movies, because they basically are all the same, and that's same. just what makes horror movies work. You know, like like Pinhead, Hellraiser, Freddy Krueger, all the different people, uh, Jason, 
all the, basically all the horror movies are just like all the same. Uh, you know, you go someplace and somebody's killing people one at a time. But you and know, so that's his thing that he doesn't no, like. No, but I that's what the, the no, whole genre is built on. I realize you want a bloodthirsty audience, and you got what bloodthirsty audience. But there are millions of senior citizens still alive today, like me, who are not bloodthirsty viewers. We would go to all your movies and have you you would sell more tickets if you had a greater audience, not a specific audience. Now, the people that like the bloodthirsty that I've seen at many occasions, they're young, stupid, <laughs> not educated. That's they, not true. No, no, mostly no, uh, poor backgrounds. True. The reason it's the number one genre is because that's... It's a, yeah, because it's the number one moron <laughs> media. I, I mean, love you, it. You put a sophisticated <laughs> film out, possibly like Psycho with Janet Lee. you're not going to get the audience today you got years ago because people are not going to wait 10 minutes to see Janet Lee get stabbed. And they want to see her get her tits cut off as well. Uh, no, today it's... You know what I'm saying. Let's mm -hmm. get back to making... <clears throat> Real movies, guys. Anyway, because I, I like it. I like the horror movie thing. I've been a fan my entire life. Well, that's what I said. And I've got a doctorate. Stupid, I'm not stupid. I'm not uneducated. Yeah. <laughs> well, but there's different categories of horror. There's gore. There's suspense. There's thriller. I grew up yeah, Hitchcock. And, he, and, likes and, suspense, he likes suspense yes. and thriller. Yeah, uh, big Twilight Zone fan. Did you, yes, ever, did, you ever, did you ever see Marcel Waltz's bl uh, Blind with Sarah French? Absolutely, yes. I can't wait for Pretty Boy. And I'm actually movie. attached to, I'm on That's a Wrap, not as an actor, but as a producer. And please, let's get that out as soon as we can. I know you've seen it. So it's uh, oh, I've, seen it. I've yeah. seen it a few times. I mm -hmm. love that's a wrap. And last week we had Monique on the show and talking about yeah. it. And we like love and we love Monique. And I I love any, everything Marcel does. Marcel yes, does it absolutely. like Marcel's a little Fellini and a little Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. And I love his films and I love Blind. And I thought Sarah did a brilliant job on that mm -hmm. one also by just I agree. not doing anything but being a blind woman. She was she being was Sarah. The character. Yes. So uh, let's go know, back. Wait, let me. You're getting. You're mixing up because he's talking about that's a wrap. She's not blind in that's a wrap. She's no, I'm talking about. No, no, no. We're, we're crossing. Let's sure. Move it around. He's a good. You're a good actor, <laughs> by the way. I like your. Thank work. you. No, Thank really, seriously. If I didn't think so, I wouldn't mention it. Because I don't. That I believe a whole hundred percent. I never give compliments <laughs> to people that don't deserve it. But I like your work. If you're in a film, I get excited. I say, oh, good. I like the way he works. He's a good actor. Oh, thank you. I have to tell you too, like, because you're like really good in Death Count. So I didn't actually even know who you were until Death Count came out, and now we see you all the time, and and we know who you are, and you've put out a phenomenal body of work. Um, but you're like phenomenal in Death Count, and and uh, you know what you are? You're a natural actor, which I like. Years and years ago, like a million years ago, when I was young, starting off in the business, uh, what's his name? I ran into him at a party in New York. Uh, the one that the big that started the studio downtown, uh, the old guy. Uh, Harvey Weinstein? No, no, the studio, the actor's studio. Oh. Who, who, who ran that? Who oh, James Lipton. Who? James Lipton. No, not James Lipton. The old man, the Jewish guy, the old guy, the Marilyn Monroe friend guy. What the hell is it? Anyway, I ran into him at a party, and we were chatting, and he said to me, he said, Ron, don't ever let them catch you acting, because then you stink. And I don't catch you acting. You are the character. And that's what I like about an actor. And that's when I compliment an actor. 
when I'm when I'm not aware of the fact that you're acting, you're good. Have you ever seen actors that you know they're acting? Absolutely, all the time. And they don't they don't come across. The camera mm-hmm. sees it. Mm-hmm. So I try I'm, to uh, help with that as much as I can, and I'm certainly not going to. Uh, bolster myself or any kind of false bravado. But when we're on set and you've got someone, especially someone who's inexperienced and they are uh, nervous, we just, okay, let's do this three, four, five times. Okay. Da, 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 da. In fact, one, and I won't reveal who it was actually. And ironically um, with the Tom Sizemore situation that's going on, Tom yeah. saved a that's scene awful. in it, it's horrible. I, 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 uh, Tom and I've like had Tom many conversations, so love Tom to death. And yeah. you know, it's an sweetie. unfortunate thing. Uh, but he was on Tommy knockers with us and we had a scene where an actor just was nervous, nervous, nervous. And Tom actually went over to the first AD and said, they seem to be doing okay during rehearsal. Let's shoot the rehearsal. And that's the shot that we used in the thing. So Tom saved that entire scene for us. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's getting that nervousness and, and everybody that's new, as soon as that camera's on, they're, oh my God, what do I do? No, you still do what you're doing. You're having a conversation with the person next to you. I, I have so. never been nervous on a set in my life. Not even when I was 19 and I was on a set with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. So that should have been a nervous time, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't because I was confident what I was doing. What was I doing? I was an extra playing a soldier, standing there whistling at her. I mean, like, wow, what a role. But, I mean, I was ex- I was fascinated by this, the system. Back then, we had cameras the size of Volkswagens, mm-hmm. a million lighting, big cables on the ground, millions of people running around to get the shot ready. So, to me, it was heaven. It was, it was what I dreamed about. Today, I go on a set. I do my thing. If the director says, change it around, I do my thing. If the director says, I don't like it, I do my thing. Because at 83 years old, I can say fuck you to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I am in the business 64 years. Please don't tell me how to act. Absolutely. Fire me, but don't tell me how. Mm-hmm. They might tell you though, like they, they don't oh, like I mean, the mannerism. No, if I do something really you. terrible, I listen. But if they want me to listen, I, I, I'm sure like you. I, as I've said this a million times, I work in a mirror before I ever go into production. I see my character in a mirror. Make sure this works. Make sure that works. Mm-hmm. Make sure this works when I do it. So I am so rehearsed and so into the character that when I do it. I really don't like a director giving me his vision of the character because he's not the actor. I'm the actor. You hired me to do what I do best as they hire you, right? right. You agree with this? Yeah, and that takes me back to Tommy Knockers again, where Richard Grieco's character was written as uh, Kevin Costner's character in Silverado, kind of the slapstick, buffoonish kind of. I thought it was Clint Eastwood. And Rich came in and said, nope, I'm seeing Pale Rider. Yeah. And that's how he played it. So, yep. and and it would have been a different film, but uh, again, he nailed it. I, I love Richard Death. I loved, loved, loved him in that movie. I wanted to smack him around. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, I told him, you know, <clears throat> when we saw him, I told him, I said, "You're lucky I don't smack you around. I hated you in that movie. You were so <laughs> nasty. You were so evil. You were so cold. You were so rotten." He you said, so "Really?" Good. I said, "And you were so fucking good." <laughs> <laughs> Richard's a wonderful guy. We like him a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a fun oh, shoot. Here's what I want to do with that, though, then, because uh, so people can see it. Uh, you you uh, introduce it for us, BJ. We're just going to play the trailer for everybody so they what can kind of see it. The Tom, Night of the Tommy Knockers trailer. Oh, good. All right. right. Night uh, of the Tommy Knockers starring Richard Rico and Tom Sizemore, uh, Angela Cole, myself, and uh, oh, Jessica Morris. How can you forget Jessica Morris? And I just found out that it is now free on Amazon Prime if you have it. Yeah. Awesome. Everyone watch it. It's really a good movie. Check out the trailer, you guys. And film. Deer Creek, they even find a gulp in the dry diggings mines on the outskirts of town. There it is. Let's be professional. Go and do our job. No tellers. Something doesn't look right. Get inside. They're coming. What's coming? You don't want to know. We best get out of here, huh? How long has this thing been going on? The attack started three nights ago. They came out of the mines. We call them Tommy Knockers. Started with the miners. Then they had the livestock, bank workers, just about everybody in town. Welcome to our nightmare. They came for the gold. Get your ass inside! We gotta find out where the hell these creatures are. Need to put that thing out of its misery. We may not beat him. We're gonna fight him. You got any dynamite around here? Should be an interesting night. Was there Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> Everybody went to Actors Studio. Anyway, hold we on. We can't find the guy. Listen, Actors Studio in Manhattan, where Marilyn Monroe went, Marlon Brando, Paul Newman, everybody from my era went to Actors Studio, and the coach was the famous guy who has a, a daughter who was an actress, and we can't think of his name. The chat room was putting a million names. And he is the most the famous person in the world. So it was, it was his name before the Actors Studio. Anyway, so you guys, that's Night of the Tommy Knockers, starring Richard Grieco, Tom Sizemore, obviously B.J. Mezek, he was great in the film, Jessica Morris, Robert Donovan, Sherry Davis, Robert Lasardo. And I have to tell you, besides you and Richard Grieco and Jessica Morris is really good, but you know who kind of stole it at the end I was Denny it. Nolan. Denny yeah. Nolan, that is probably Denny's greatest role at this point. He just absorbed into it and, and and i failed to mention robert lasardo earlier and i apologize rob if you're watching uh but denny that scene i i applauded during the the premiere because i knew it was coming i've seen it probably a hundred times but oh my god it's so good no he's hilarious he was he's, we met him because he's in the clown motel movies and uh yeah. so we we know him, but so I know I, him, and but I, like in this movie, he was really, really right. good. I was, I was surprised because I've seen him, and you know, I worked with him, and I, I was surprised at his what he did. He was really good. So what everybody, thing, again, I'm going to say, please, if you're, it's, if it's raining and snowing where you are, go and find Tommy. You just said it's free on Amazon Prime. Free? Oh, free! Oh yeah, my it god! Just came I mean, out like free? two days ago on Amazon Prime. Yeah, please. Uh, Bermuda go Island is still. Death right. Count is on two. Right, whatever the fuck it's called. And it's free. <laughs> Watch it. You'll enjoy it.
You gotta like love it. So I'm gonna brag a little real quick. Okay, so you guys, BJ's done a first of all, he's like the hardest working guy in Hollywood. Uh, I went on his IMDb. He's got 15 films in post-production. That means they already shot them. They just haven't come out yet, which is a fucking lot of films, dude, to have in post-production in like two years. Um, some of the films you'll, you will be seeing him in that haven't come out besides death count, which you definitely want to see you guys. It's really, really good. It's kind of, um, a little bit like a saw movie. Um, and then there's this other movie called, would you rather, uh, that I don't know if anybody has seen, but basically it's kind of like has that same premise. Um, and it's a very good movie and you guys will really like it. And death count has Costas Mandalore, Michael Madsen, Robert Lasardo, Sarah French, Devin E. Penn. Uh, I think Denny Nolan was in that one too actually and uh uh and uh, it's really really good movie so you guys should check it out mm. he's got amber road that i know had a premiere not too long ago um with Alyssa dowling jed rowan M william mcnamara robert lasardo mike ferguson and vernon wells everybody's been on our show except for robert all, lasardo everybody's <laughs> all our friends are in that movie alien storm he just shot with kevin sorbo how was kevin sorbo he seems really cool Kevin was awesome. I had a real good conversation with him and uh, really put you at ease on, in a scene. Kevin Sorbo's Hercules, <clears throat> just so you know. Who's Hercules? Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Andromeda. No, the TV show. There's a fucking TV show on TV for I've some, never a seen it. years. Okay, anyway. Okay. I know Hercules the myth, but I don't know the, no, stuff, the show. The TV show. He was Hercules anyway, you guys. Um, so also in Alien Storm, Donnelly Heising, Tom Arnold, Mike oh, Ferguson, wait, wait, stop. Devin E. Penn. Stop, stop. Donnelly Heising. I work with her. She played my wife. I love her so much. She is the sweetest <laughs> little cookie. Donna, you're a good actress too, but take some of the makeup off. <laughs> <laughs> he told her that on the show too. Don't yeah. worry. Um, I love Donna. We're working again, Jesus I believe, together on another film. Yeah. You guys, Denny's also the executive producer on Marcel Walsh's That's a Wrap with Serena Vincent, Monique Parent, Dave Sheridan, Robert Donovan, Sarah French, Jed Rowan, and a bunch of other people. I all can't friends. mention all of them. Now, let me say something about that movie. I cannot give it away, but if you're a Snoop and if you're a Yenta, watch it. <laughs> It's all about Hollywood. It tells you all yeah. about the people yeah. in the business. It makes a not lot of fun of Hollywood. Yeah. Not the good people. <laughs> wait, not the good people in the business. No. Kind of the bitchy people in the business. Mm -hmm. That When that comes out, folks, watch that film. Exactly. And he was good in it also. Uh, he's not in it. He's not in it? He's <laughs> I was amazing in it. I was transparent, and uh, I played the ghost, and you never saw me. Were, were he, you sure he wasn't in it? I'm positive. He's the executive sure I producer. Wasn't <laughs> I thought you were in it. He was at the premiere, but he just wasn't in it. Well, you know, 83 years old soon. What the fuck you want? Sense? <laughs> Sensibility? <laughs> I thought you were in the film. I'm sure probably at the premiere. I assume, yeah, okay. Also, you guys, he's got Bloodthirst, Bridge of Wait, the Wait, let Doom. me say one more thing. I see so many films that I get confused. They're all blending yeah, together. Absolutely. I see two a night. Every night, two a night. How much is that a year? A, a lot, lot of films. yeah. Well, we're not going out. We watch sixty-five movies times too. Yeah, we've seen a fucking lot of movies. So I get confused who's in what and where. So mm -hmm. what I what I I think people maybe don't know about you that I thought would be fun to talk about a little bit because because we know you're a producer, an executive producer. You're acting in a bunch of great films. You just directed something for your first director thing, but I don't know if people know you're a writer and and you don't write just horror movies. Like you have a Christmas movie, uh, Shine Boy, Salvage Yard. How do you pronounce it? C-H-A-M-A-N. Shaman Island? Chaman. Chaman Island. Chaman Island. Island a, a Texas mm -hmm. ghost story. Come on down for Christmas. 
Um, so like you're writing all different kinds of things, not just good, not just not just horror movies. Are, are, let me ask you a question: Are you a fan? Like, like before you started being in a million horror movies, like were you a horror movie fan ahead of time? I was. Uh, in fact, I used to. I was on the crew that built the haunted house in Seattle for the local radio station and children's charity, uh, and that started when I was 12 years old. But oh, wow. I've always been into horror movies, and you know, growing up in the Friday the Thirteenth era. Oh yeah, yeah, quite a quite a few. So wait, so uh, what are some of your favorite like like horror movies that aren't that you're not hmm. in? Oh, that I'm not in. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yes, uh, I guess you got to throw that out there just for prosperity. The original purposes. Night of the Living Dead. The original. The original. I love that yeah. movie. Um, I, geez, some of my favorite. I, and I mentioned this the last time I was on the show. Uh, it's called Ghost Town, and it was a, a B independent. Uh, never really went anywhere. I love the storyline, uh, and would love to redo it, but I'd have to get the rights to do it. Right. Um, How about uh, Hitchcock Psycho, the original? Psycho, love Psycho. Loved it. Loved um, it. The birds, you know, just uh, about anything. Um, Hitchcock, you, you just can't go wrong. North by Northwest, uh, you just. Yeah, I love um, Northwest. Tippy, I, I know Tippy. Tippy's a pal of mine, and we spoke off camera. And Tippy said the Birds was the most difficult film to be in because they really were throwing birds at her. And wow. she said to me, she said, "Only a beginning, a, a, an actress who's beginning her career will allow it." She said, that "Any superstar would never have allowed it." She was really bitten by birds. Mm. Yeah, they were throwing live birds at her, like. So many guys, like 10 guys at Dolan Burr, and she was afraid that they would get her in the eye. I bet. Really? I also wrote down that you did a, uh, an episode of the, and I didn't even know this TV, I don't know if this TV series is out, but the uh, Herbert West Reanimator. I mean, I know the Reanimator movie. We've had a bunch of the people on it on our show. So what, they're making a, t a, a TV series? Based Brian, on Bar Brian Barsuglia, uh, who did Amber Road. Uh, he's doing the, the series. In fact, I'm going to LA next weekend to film my scenes for, I think it's episode two or three. I'd have to look at my script, but, uh, and Mike Ferguson's in that as well. And, uh, if it, <clears throat> if it plays well, but launches, then I'll have a recurring role and, uh, uh, enjoy working with Brian and, uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Kind of excited. I do remember the original. In fact, when he brought it to me, I went and, uh, looked it up, I think on Tubi or, or Amazon, and uh, just to refamiliarize myself with uh, the reanimator stuff, and yeah, I'm excited. That's a great movie. Mike Ferguson is a hoot. He scares <laughs> the shit out of you if you look at him. You think he's going to kill you, and if you get to know him, he's a pussy cat. He's the sweetest guy in the world. We love him a lot. Mike you know, the funny cool guy. We, we were uh, FBI agent partners in Amber Road, and it was the first time I'd ever really worked with Mike. I'd met him a couple of times, but actual scenes with him, and and people were telling me about his intensity and oh, he's just he will take the scene and not in a bad way. And I'm like, okay, well, oh, we'll play with this. and he was as subdued and yeah. I don't want to say subservient, but it was brother, whatever you wanted me to do, I'm doing it. Like, okay. Cool. Well, let's have fun then. He's, so no, it was he, uh, wonderful that, to work. That's evil. Well, go watch. That's a wrap because we're talking about bitches like that <laughs> in the movie. So that's a wrap. Is telling whoever said to him that 
Mike Ferguson was crappy. No, they said he said takes over the scene. And well, that's not in crappy. A bad way. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. No, just his presence. Listen, if you're a steal, a scene stealer, it's crappy. He's he's right. Crappy people steal scenes. You're working as a team, and if you know what, it shows in the movie. It ruins a movie. If the set is not a happy set, the movie shows it. You know that. Very true. Very true. I think everybody is equal. Everybody has to. Listen, I'm going to be working with a very major star soon. I'm playing his father. Super duper star. If this son of a bitch says I'm not allowed to look at him or talk to him, he's in for a lot of trouble with me. Oh, a lot of trouble. happened a couple times and it never worked well. Right in the face and say, I'm talking to you. Now, what are you going to do? Have you thrown off the movie like I give a shit? Mm -hmm. I've already shot three scenes. They're not going to throw me off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We put our pants on the same way. Huh? We put our pants on the same way. Triple Lindy and a twist. So what makes you better than me? Oh, C.C. Sykes, who's a dancer, Mm -hmm. a good friend of ours, was uh, doing a music, a video with Jennifer Lopez. And the director went over to CC and all the dancers, and they said, do not look at her and do not speak to her. She doesn't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. So CeCe's this little cute black girl, skinny little black girl, adorable, with a mouth bigger than her body. And <laughs> she let Jennifer have it. She said, listen, you're Puerto Rican from New York, no big deal, or whatever. <laughs> and, and Jennifer, I guess, respected her for it. Because yeah. she wasn't thrown off the film. The video. The video. I like love it. So wait, let's go back to the writing. Okay, so have you always write been writing? I, I noticed that you had some things that you wrote a long time ago. You got a lot of things you're writing now. And how are you? Are you coming up with all the ideas, or do you work with people? Or tell us a little bit about it. Uh, probably the first thing I actually wrote, wrote screenplay wise, I was in um, middle school, <clears throat> and it was a horror movie, as a matter of fact, uh, and it never came to any kind of fruition. Uh, so recently, what we've got the Christmas one. Uh, is probably the worst words in it are hell and damn. And it's, it's a, it's a feel good redemption. Um, it's not quite for Hallmark because we've got one scene that involves drugs and guns. So Hallmark won't touch it. Uh, but it is something, uh, and a, the friend of mine that I did haunted houses with in Seattle wrote it, sent it to me a couple years ago. And I read it to 157 pages. Like we got to cut this down. So went in and played with it. So, co-wrote it basically uh Chalman island that's uh one that i'm doing completely uh that was actually an idea uh, or came from an idea in a conversation about bermuda island uh, okay and, yeah so um currently writing with adam worth who wrote alien storm uh and his directorial debut as i'm looking at my pictures here for bermuda island we are co-writing one of the next Mahal film, um, hopefully to be shot in July. Uh, awesome. That is a pirate film. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So a not much more I can go into on that, but it's we're having some fun with that and developing characters. We haven't yeah. seen a lot of pirate no, films, not, though. Not since the 1970s, 60s. Besides 70s. Pirates of the Caribbean, there haven't been a lot of pirate films. Not too many. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, at all. I like the idea, though, of the Christmas film. Like, So I'm, I'm producing a bunch of films, and I've got um, – you know, uh, I've got a, a great Christmas film. It's a family film. You know, there's no cussing in it. I at love all. the script called Quigley Two. It's love, a sequel. It's wonderful. The script. first one did really, really well, and uh, and so I, I like. You and know, I, I like the part I play. I play. Guess what? 
a mobster what? ahead of the mob. Huh? <laughs> what else? With my Brooklyn accent and my tough way, <laughs> I play a mob boss, which I always play anyway. But I think it's uh, I think it's fun to do everything. I mean, my favorite movies to watch are horror movies. Um, but uh, but I think that as a as a producer and stuff, I like you know venturing out. So I've got like a romantic comedy that I'm working on called My Porn Star Wife that looks like it's <laughs> go good. And it's basically um, it's basically Pretty Woman. You know, it's basically kind of like isn't Pretty it a woman. true story? Yeah, yeah, it's based on a true story. Based on a true story. And um, and then I've got uh, a couple. That's horror a movies. good script, also. I got a couple horror movies and I got a couple family movies. So I want to do a little bit and of everything. And my movie. And we have Ron's movie, which is a black comedy. Yes. So it's fun. So so what do you like to do the best out of all the different things? If you were only going to get to do one of them, what would you pick to be? As in genre or job on set? As job on set. What's your favorite job on set? You know, I, I, it was by accident that I got back in front of the camera. Michael Sue was part of that accident. Um, and as much as I enjoy being in front of the camera, I really like being behind the scenes. Uh, I served as... Uh, production manager, supervisor for Alien Storm and Bermuda. Um, and I, I, I just like keeping things together, um, which is why I only had really one scene in Alien Storm so I could focus on uh, all, all of the pots in the, in the sink in the background there. So, um, yeah, I'd have to say the, the producer side. I, I really enjoy the producer side. Directing was fun. I had a real lot of fun. Uh, it was just a short. And uh, uh, I, I say it's my my trip to the batting cage. Let me take a couple swings, see how it feels. Uh, and it was fun. It's a political one. That should be interesting. Oh, that's um, fun. It's based on the 2024 election. And okay. it's a horror, uh, which I think is going to be a horror show anyway. But it's a horror movie based on that. So, um, But yeah, yeah, I think behind the scenes, I, I have a lot more fun. Don't you want to do other than a horror? I know I'm only doing horrors and I'm not happy. I want to go into a normal, or, or not a normal, but a, a traditional mm -hmm. movie where I can use my acting ability again. Absolutely. Because in horror movies, they really don't need you to act. I mean, they hire people mm -hmm. who aren't even actors, first-timers in a film, mm -hmm. and you could spot them a mile away. Sure. But I want to be in a film with major actors again, like I did years ago. Don't you feel the same way? I, I do. I would love to work with Kevin Smith. Um, who? Oh, wow, Kevin that's Smith. funny. <clears throat> Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to work with Kevin. I'd love to work with uh, Matthew McConaughey, you know, and he, his diversity from drama to comedy to slapstick and just everything in between. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love to branch out, you know, the holiday one or the Christmas one. Uh, yeah. It, but horror, horror attracts probably a bigger audience because it translates to every language. You don't have to know what's being said to know that, they got killed or they're getting ready to get killed. That's right. Well, the, there's no dialogue in horror movies. It's mostly visual. And if the dialogue <laughs> is, it's weak dialogue. I was on a film where I played a mafia gangster and there was a line in it. I don't remember the line, but I'll give you a make-believe. This is a, mo a mobster, tough killer saying, gosh, oh, gee, golly, I can't. And I looked at the director. I said, who the fuck wrote that line? In Brooklyn, nobody ever said that. If you did, they thought you were a faggot and they beat you up. So the director said, well, what would you do with it? And I said, let's do it this way. And the line was, um, I think they cut it from the film, but I love the line. It was, oh, you mean them, them dirty uh, coffee cups that smell like dirty ass? 
Yeah, they cut it out. <laughs> they cut it out. Oh, you mean them, them coffee cups that smell like dirty ass? And I thought it was a wonderful uh, change because I remember be, coming from Brooklyn and going to diners, sometimes the cups did smell like dirty mm -hmm. ass. And that's why Churchill, who was a director at the time, wrote that. And he put that in. And I loved it. But... I want to go back real quick. I want to like give a shout out to Michael Sue because uh, I do think uh, out of all the indie directors that he's definitely one of the you know he's probably like in the top five you know with like along with Marcel like I think he's way up there. I think he's super talented. Uh, wasn't he the director of Death Count? I think he was. He was director of Death Count, Tommy Knockers, Bridge of the Doomed. Uh, wound up having to direct Bloodthirst because of uh, COVID, um, and DP. A bunch of the other ones as well, but yeah, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I would go and watch Michael Sue direct Traffic. Uh, I just love Michael to death. We we have this joke that we have this this thirty two year friendship that took twenty eight years to find out about because of a film <laughs> we worked on in the nineties that we were both on but didn't know each other then. Uh, oh, that's singles. funny. What I want yeah. to say about Bermuda Island is it was very well filmed, filmed very well. Yes, and he and was our DP. We're French. Beautifully half naked under the waterfall was very beautiful. It wasn't porno. It was not hard. It was very uh, classic, <clears throat> and I appreciated the fact that they showed Sarah looking classy and not sleazy. Right. Uh, that's a wonderful scene in the movie. But the photography was beautiful. Yes. The scenery was beautiful. The score was good. So everything yes. was really good about it, except I thought there were too many people, not good actors. And, it, and you should not be running after the monsters. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, it's a good film. Sure. Yeah. And, and I got to throw uh, Adam Worth in there, uh, who just dire or directed Bermuda and also directed Alien Storm and wrote Alien Storm, uh, which we just wrapped on. But uh, Adam is another one that uh, is right there, in my opinion, with Michael Sue, uh, not as a cinematographer, but as a, as a director, certainly as a first AD. Uh, and, and a writer, and he, we were writing together on this next one. And uh, I haven't, I don't know I, him. I've yeah. never met We've him. Never, We've I don't never think, met him. I don't think I've ever met him. But I, uh, through the grapevine, I've only heard good things about good. him. Good, things. I've heard really good things yeah. about good him. Good guy, so. super good guy. Yeah. I like love it. But we've never met him. Okay, so then tell us. Uh, uh, so you already said, told us somebody who you would like to work with. What's a female? Who's a female actress you'd like to work with? And then if you could have been, and I'm going to change it, if you could have been in any horror movie ever made, <laughs> since you like horror movies, what horror movie would you have liked to have been in? But then also give us some females that you think would be fun to work with. Currently or from... It can be living or dead, or a living and a dead. I would love to work with Sophia Loren. Uh, and Margaret. I've always been an Anne Margaret fan. Oh, I like Anne Margaret too. Uh, I think Tommy was probably a very fun set to work on, um, minus the the uh, the mirrors and straws. I'm sure for for my part. Um, currently, gosh, you know, I mean, I've worked with Devony Pin, love Devony to death. Sarah, love her to death. Uh, Sherry Davis worked with her quite a few times. Angela Cole. Um, but current ones, wow, that's a that's a good question, which really wasn't part of it. But yeah, they don't, they um, don't have to be in horror. Like you could pick, you know, Angelina Jolie or Charlize Theron or uh, like any actress that you think would I be just fun to work with. I want to insert this: Sophia Loren is one of the nicest, most down to earth, charming 
women I've ever met in my life. She was that a doll. Would be nice to, that spent, would be nice to I, sit down. Three, yeah. three days I worked with her, and she was wonderful. wonderful you know, good actress. And, Ron, I know how you are about name dropping, and it's not name dropping. It's just it's part of the conversation. So I'm going to go no, ahead and say it this way. No, no, no. No, it, just, it was something you had posted a while ago. This is my business. Yeah. Why do you right. think our show is number one? Because exactly. I tell people about movie mm -hmm. stars, and they come mm -hmm. in, they want to hear about – they don't want to hear about the plumber that just put my no. sink in. No. Yeah, because if you know John Smith is this, they don't know who John Smith is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, someone who is a, a, a dear friend of mine, and we've been trying to find a project, so wink, wink, nudge, nudge, is um, uh, uh, Charlene Tilton. Oh, that's a cool one. We every time we speak, it's what are we going to do? Do we have a project? And because of a lot of the indie stuff, of course, is most of it's not SAG. She can't do non-SAG, and I absolutely respect that. But I would love, and I'm waiting to do a project with Charlene. If we can she's get something Dallas, together. She's right? That's the, absolutely, that's yep. She's, yep. Gonna, she's, she's supposed to be going to the Oscar party we're going to. Right. Oh, uh, I know I she's got a couple of Christmas ones out recently. In the last couple of years, she's done some Christmas stuff. Um, in fact, she's supposed well, I shouldn't divulge that. We're supposed to be vacationing at the same time in the same location, my wife and I, and and, and she, and, and hopefully uh, Cherish, her daughter, um, dependent on if she gets her shoot schedule for that time frame, which would cancel it again. She was supposed to go with us last year and and, and wasn't able to, but uh, currently, yeah, I'd love to work with her. I've worked with Tara Reed. Tara was actually a, a delight to work with. Oh no, she's cool. Yeah, yeah she's Tara's cool. great. Um, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, just... I want to go back to your wife. So I love your wife. Yeah, you have the, the coolest wife ever, and your daughter <laughs> is gorgeous. You have a beautiful you. wife, a beautiful daughter. Uh, your daughter seems like you've raised her extremely well. Um, Thank you. And uh, and so it was a and, pleasure to meet them and talk with and them. And the saying that they say behind every great man is a great woman. That's absolutely. What he's, oh, he's got. He married a great woman. She is very, very much a part of his career and Thank who he is. She's not a selfish woman. What about me? What about me? Mm -mm. It's all about him. It's all about him. She's I get that conversation with her. She's <clears throat> fabulous. Yeah, she's just wonderful. She's a nice lady. You married well. You did a good Thank job. You. I don't Thank know why you. she married to tell you the truth. I, you know, I think she that boy did good. Richer, but you know, she <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess the second part of that question was what horror film would I want to be in? Hmm. Man. Um, any of the Friday, th you know what? Hellraiser, I think would have been a lot of fun to be in. Yeah. Uh, but any of the okay. Friday the 13th, uh, uh, Freddy, um, what was that? Nightmare on Elm Streets. Those would have been fun, I think. Um, but to be a part of, wow. Maybe the original Halloween. Oh uh, yeah. The original Halloween yeah. would have been a good one. Mm -hmm. Basically, I think that that's probably I, I like all the franchises, and I have you know because I have an extensive action figure collection, and I have a, from all of them. But but I think that the Halloween franchise is my favorite of all of them, um, mm -hmm. and then probably Hellraiser um, because I'm friends with like all the people from Hellraiser. And, and if I were to answer that question, I would want Tony Perkins' role in Psycho. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have played that part. Mm -hmm. That was some hell of a part, especially back in 1960. That was a shocking movie. So tell you, you know, you oh, know Ben Stauber. Yes, very well. Who? Ben Stauber. Yeah. And you know where where Ben's at these days? He's uh, he he lives in L.A. now. Uh, what do you mean? He's ben kinda... Ben is Norman Bates on the Universal. Oh Studios yeah, show. that's right. I saw that on Facebook. 
Plenty so, of very happy for him. Videos. Yeah, that's very cool. Good for him. He's a yeah. really nice guy, and he always oh, wears his fun suits. Absolutely, yes. He yes. could look like Tony a little. Tall and skinny. Yeah. Yeah, he's very cool. So tell everybody what so what movies, because you have all that you have a great backdrop there. What movies are out for people to see now? I know Bermuda Island and Tommy Knockers are out. Uh let's see. Uh, Death Counts out, Bermuda's out, uh Tommy Knockers, Amber Road, Bloodthirst. We're waiting to hear from Lionsgate on what they're gonna do. Uh Wolf Hollow releases April 1st. Uh Crust, we are in pre-production on that's Sean Whalen from uh uh, people under the stairs, yeah, Twister. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let me turn this a little bit, see what it does for me. Hey, looky there. So we've got Arena Wars, which is in post, and we should be done with soon. And then Haunted Studio uh, is uh, Chris Sanders over in the UK. It was the first time I'd, I'd ever gone over the pond to film, and a, a great experience. Had a lot of fun with it. A little bit of a departure of a of a character for me, kind of. Um, I'm a little more subservient to my trophy wife. Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, those are all either out or coming out. Um, plus, yeah, geez, uh, the uh, the political one is a short uh, a segment for an anthology coming out. We filmed two of them already. We've got the third one getting ready to go, so that's going to be probably next year before that comes out. Gosh, I'd have to look at my own IMDb. No, just you have to, a lot. Just That's see. a lot. Yeah. I just want people to go and see the things that, because I know a lot of them just recently came out. So, sure. so number one, we want to say it's always fun to see you at all these events that we go to. Um, you and your wife, it's always a, such a pleasure. Uh, congratulations on all the wonderful things you got going. 15 films in post-production is awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so congratulations on all of it. I can't wait for people to actually see uh, that's a wrap. Whenever it comes out, yes. it's going to be a lot of fun. And Tommy Knockers and Bermuda Island. Tommy Knockers now, you guys, and Bermuda Island yep. now. They're both out. So check They're out Tommy out. Knockers on Amazon Prime, everybody. We want to thank you for coming on. Please give our best to your wife and your daughter. I will and, do that. Thank uh, you. And we'll, I'm sure we're going to see you soon. And we'll see you at the next Red Carpet. Absolutely. Guys, have a great day. You have a wonderful Thanks, time. Thanks, PJ. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. Good talking to you again. Good you too, you. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Good to be seen. What a nice guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's He's a great guy. We only know nice people. I don't like bad people. Bad people I dump immediately. So, real quick, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. We want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. We're going to take a quick music break and play Emblem 3 Sunset Boulevard. And when we come back, we'll be with Robert Donovan, our next guest. (laughs) So please, everybody, enjoy Emblem 3 Sunset Boulevard. Take a trip to Sunset Boulevard in the city of stars, uh, the city of bloody lights and starry eyes. I send a welcome to the city of angels. I love my women like I love my juice. 
naked, all natural, no preservatives or fakeness. I like my ladies, like I like my Brady's and bunches. Got the six pack, I ain't talking about the crunches. Hit it till I quit it like Tyson's punches. I say you gotta rock if you wanna punch it. I swear, I swear, make it less busy. Bust cute, Betty got me dolly dolly dizzy. I'm lost in her eyes, like oh my god, where is she? Down here in SoCal, we getting busy in the city. Getting busy in the city. Off my aviators, here's a peace sign going out to all my haters. High five, keep done, no hurt hand when we get symbols at yogurt land. Then we chill smooth, talk about Betty Blimey. Kill Bruce, play Call of Duty zombies, yeah. Starting to get the best of me while she makes her mind up whether she wants me to show i loved having them on the show they were so much fun a little bit younger than our demographic but they were a lot of fun so well we have young people that watch our show of course we do people that know us especially so all right you guys now we're ready to uh bring on our next guest his name is robert donovan let's make sure hey there you how are, are you? <laughs> how are you i'm great how about you guys we're sure. terrific. All right. Now that we know we can hear you, we're going to – look, he put a jacket on. You look nice. Okay. Look now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor, producer, Robert Donovan. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're looking forward to it. You already know, Ron, but i got to do my intros anyway. So here's my cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hi. Oh, it's so nice to meet you for the 90,000th time. <laughs> <laughs> And now we have a chat room with a ton of people in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. How you doing? There you go. 
You got to like love it. So, so you guys. Wait, I want to ask the first question. So what is it you do for a living? I, I understand that you work at Walmart. <laughs> I'm a greeter. I'm a greeter at Walmart. And I'm uh, the assistant in the self-checkout line. He's the assistant at the self-checkout line. <laughs> I always po I just posted this thing on on Facebook about the Walmart thing, about the self-checkout thing, about quit. You know, it was a hilarious thing. I'm making fun of it, and uh -huh. I got 400 likes. I don't ever get 400 likes. I got 400 likes on this thing on Walmart. I could say that, you know, I could say that my foot got cut off and millions of people, I could say I won the lottery and nobody will fucking write right. a fucking thing. But, I know, <laughs> but in truth, I know that you're going to acting school because you want to be an actor one day. <clears throat> yeah. Well, actually, I'm uh, just I'm acting full time. I'm, I'm acting part time so that I can eventually become a bartender. Good, yeah. Good. So I can eventually become a bartender. <laughs> I like love it. So you guys, we met Robert at the premiere of Art of the Dead, yes, uh, which we're gonna play the trailer for. <laughs> which in a is little a film bit. I love. It's a great film. It's <laughs> a Mahal Brothers film, and he plays the priest, and it's a very, very good film. I love that and, movie. And uh, then we see him at all the other premieres since then. He's uh, one of the stars of Marcel Walsh's That's a Rap. He was actually, I think you were at Night of the Tommy Knockers too, weren't you? I was. Yeah, yeah I was. was the, Night uh, of the Tommy, which we showed the trailer before, and yeah. I got news for you. You're in three good hits. Those are yes. movies. You're lucky. Most of the time, and, you know, we have to do a couple of dogs, but uh, those are three wonderful movies. He's got a couple yeah. of dogs. <laughs> Everybody's got a couple, couple of dogs. dogs. Everybody has a couple Everybody of dogs. Everybody has a couple oh, of dogs. But I like this. I have one I shot in Pennsylvania that I thought was the most disgusting film in the world. I, I was ashamed of it. I wouldn't mention it. Guess what? They're watching it and oh, loving yeah, it. Yeah, they watch so it. So go figure. Yeah, you, you never know. I want to, so I did a little research. First of all, I want to say, so, so you actually, I didn't realize that you'd been, you've been acting for a very long time. Yes, uh, I have. Well, at least six months. No, a very long time. <laughs> actually, you guys, so you actually, and you've actually studied acting. You're not like everybody else who just wakes up and says, I'm going to be an actor. You've put in time into your craft. Uh, you you studied comedy improv with Harry Limbeck and the and the people that were oh in. Harvey Limbeck was a good pal of mine and the other I people, went to his funeral and the other people I was there too you were there too that's yeah funny. crying my eyes out I was at his funeral so other people that were uh, in his class that he studied were Robin Williams John Ritter and Sally Kirkland Sally's a mm -hmm. buddy. And then he also starts with James Best, which we're very good friends with James Best's daughter sure. and her husband, right. both their husbands, both daughters and both husbands. And so, so you've been really like putting in, you know, so you just didn't wake up one day and like, you're in like a fucking 200 movies. Like you've actually put in a lot of time and energy and the fact that you've done a lot of horror movies, uh, but you've studied improv, I thought was really cool. And then I looked at all your IMDb and you've done everything, you know, you've yep. done, you've done drama, comedy, science fiction, horror, supernatural. You've pretty much you know, done all the gamut. So, so how did you decide to become an actor? Well, I was a baseball player, um, a moderately talented baseball player, but didn't have the goods to get to the big leagues. So when I retired at 22, I think it was, I, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. So, um, I, um, uh, what Mel Blank had a school for voices. This was 1972, 73. And I, and I was always doing dialects, and I love cartoons. So I went on the audition, and the guy suggested I'd be on camera. And I thought, well, okay. So it's, it's a long story. I was hit and miss. I'd work for a while. I wouldn't work for a while. And uh, I think the main thing to get across is I neglected my training. 
it looked easy. I thought it was easy. And I ended up going to acting class, <laughs> doing theater games and dating the girls and then wondering why nobody was calling me. <laughs> and so uh, when I got, I studied with Robert Lyons in the early 90s. And then I've been with uh, Kimberly Jensen for the last five years. And I think it's really made a difference in my performances. When you're working before, a lot. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, I retired from driving limos in 2018 after 15 years and devoted my whole time to acting. So since then, I've done 13 features, uh, four shorts, and a couple of episodes of uh, TV shows. So Which I've I noticed. Actually, I, I'll brag for you a little because I was like, first of all, you're you're a soapy. You were on two soap operas for a few episodes each one, Days of Our Lives and Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless is my mom's favorite. And okay. uh, some of the TV shows over the years that you've been on, and I didn't write them all down, but I wrote down all the ones that I either know or we've had people on the show. Uh, Dallas, The Fall Guy, Knott's Landing, Designing Women, Murder, She Wrote, Click, Walker, Texas Ranger, and Son of the Beach. Wasn't Son of the Beach, wasn't that like a Howard Stern thing? Yeah, he was uh, the the driving force behind it, but it was primarily Tim Stack's project. Okay, he wrote, so I, directed, and starred in as Notch Johnson. I remember that, and so yeah. and then some some of the other things that you were in that I think I thought was just kind of cool. You played the cloaked Avenger in an S Club Seven. I used to listen to S Club Seven because I'm like a pop music fanatic, so I thought uh -huh. that was kind of a very cool credit to have. Um, oh yeah, and then you also did a movie called Invisible Dad in 1998 with Karen Black, and Ron went out uh, with her. <laughs> I, I had a date with Karen Black. Would you believe it? Did you? We were at yeah. a friend's house for Thanksgiving in Manhattan, and she and I just a a, bo a gay boy date. You know, I mean, I'm gay. I wasn't with her for sex, and we just fell in love with each other at that Thanksgiving dinner. And she said, "Come on, take me to a gay bar." I said, "Okay." And we ran to the, we had, we went to, I forgot the big one, the big disco in New York. And we danced all, she, I loved Karen. She's a wonderful Karen lady. Black was a dummy, broad, crazy witch, crap, nut job, love bird, everything that you think of. I love, I, I, I we, we remained friends for quite a while. She was a sweetie. Pie. I just watched her the other night on Trilogy of Terror. It was on TV. There you go. Wasn't she wonderful? Yeah, yeah, she was so nice and so innocent. Joe had a wonderful way about her. A good dancer. She danced really well. You know, we were very young then. This is many years ago. Yeah, I like love it. You also did a movie, Sunset Society, and the reason I bring it up is because you got to make a movie with Lemmy, who's like one of the biggest you know music icons ever live, who's ever lived practically. I don't know if you got to meet him or not, but like I was just like, what a cool credit just to be in a movie with. Lee. Even if you didn't get to meet him, just to say you were in a movie with Lemmy. <laughs> You know, well, the interesting thing about you... that, the, the interesting thing was that when we did that, he was dead. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so the uh, what's uh, what's her name, Sinatra? The uh, the star, Phoebe. Phoebe. Uh, she she did this horror movie with Lemmy and all of the stuff that was in there, and um, Cleopatra didn't know quite what to do with it. So Rolf Konevsky came in. He wrote a beginning. And an ending. So he wrote the bread. Phoebe's movie was the meat in the sandwich. And so it was uh, post-mortem that I did the movie. Oh, no, that sucks. And you didn't get to meet him. No. <laughs> no, no but I, mean, I did work with Ron Jeremy. Oh, there you go. Uh -huh. Ron Jeremy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ron Jeremy was in that movie too, right? Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Now I'm in the business 64 years. How come you and I never ran into each other? And we were both at the same funeral and they didn't run into each other. Well, uh, because of the on again, off again, starts and stops I did in my career and being somewhat uneducated in it, I was just going by him. You were in a Hollywood whore like I was. I, I was not in it, into it. No, I was a Hollywood whore. I went to a million parties. I hung out oh. with everybody. That's what they call us, Hollywood whores. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the people at my party were all Lembeck people. Well, what? All Lembeck people. From the Lembeck workshop. So I didn't yeah. know anybody. Um, I did have a, a nice um, a relationship with um, Carl Malden. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he had. I, uh, I never knew. I never knew him. Wonderful man, very generous, very giving. I never worked with him, but I was. I would. I describe myself as an acquaintance of his. All right. And he was uh, very, uh, extremely talented. Worked with all the heavyweights, and another guy who did comedy as well as drama, and did it very, very well. Here's a good actor, Carl Malden. I loved him on on the waterfront. Yeah, sensational he job there. Terrific. And in, uh, Terrific. And in um, uh, Nevada Smith, he played a terrible villain, wonderfully done. And in One Eye Jacks with Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando's directorial movie. I don't think he directed anything after that. Oh, that's hilarious. Carl Malden, uh, he, he, he worked up until the end. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't fade away. He died away. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. But as I said, I, I used to go to uh, three, four parties a week. I mean, I was good friends with Jane Russell. We were buddies. So, of course, I ran all over with her and all the other celebrities. And I got to tell you, the difference between the people I run with now and back then, oh, tremendous difference. Back then, they drank a lot, smoked a lot, but they had style, class, manners, and good, mm-hmm. good goodwill. Yeah. Today, they are very hungry actors who will do anything. Well, watch the wonderful movie. That's a wrap. Because that's a, I mean, look at you were in it. I mean, <laughs> yes, that's, I mean, do need I say more? Need I say more to you? Which, by the way, I want to tell you, you did an excellent job. Yes, you like, were. You thank were, you. Another, really, really good. Really good. You were, I, I really enjoyed you in that movie too. I was happy, and I even told Marcel. I said the casting was, of course, Sarah French. I love, and you were good in that movie. Thank you. And well, it was great. Monique was Monique's Monique, yes. last scene when she does that wonderful soliloquy. Yeah. Oh my God, she was brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. So it's a good film, everybody. You have to, I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. And this beginner who just started in the business was wonderful in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, how, how many years are you actually in the business? Well, I got my SAG card in 1979. Oh, you're a baby, 79. I started in 19. 19- 79, that's like fucking 21, four, that's 45 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but I started in my that's, right. that's, that's when he got his SAG card. Did you do stuff before that that wasn't SAG? Uh, one or two things. But okay. it, uh, yeah, it wasn't. I started in 59, 1959. Jesus Christ. I'm as old as Columbus. But <laughs> no, really. Well, I was, I'm a little older than you. I was a busboy at the Last Supper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I invented dirt, so we're really... <laughs> yeah. You got me there. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. So we met. I hope we work together because I think you and I could really pull it off well. I think, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, camaraderie. 
I'd like to play your son. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. very, you're very young, son. <laughs> yeah, At eighty-three. A lot of makeup. No, seriously, I, 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 I probably will be in a film with you because Marcel has me uh, going into one of his films in the future, and you may very well be in that film. So we Good. met. On- I think it's called Blind. No, no, not Blind. He's, I, should, I don't know if I'm supposed to no, say. You're not it, supposed to. But they are thinking no. of making a second. That's a wrap. Oh yes, that's true. Okay. It's in the talk. Oh good. Well, I'd be dead, so it'll have to be a frequent. Yeah. <laughs> you can come back to life. No, he dies in that. Oh, so that's that. right. Oh, we're not supposed to say that. Don't oh, we don't, want to, to say we don't want to ruin it for anybody. <clears throat> right. Oh, no, no he didn't die, everybody. Is that he Robert Donovan? No, no. Excellent, and that's a wrap. No, I, I meant to say yeah, some people wished I had died. He yes. He really doesn't die. <laughs> um, so no, it's just until... Yeah, you guys, we met Robert at, at the Art of the Dead premiere. It was a Mahal Brothers film, starred Richard Grieco, Tara Reid, uh, Alex Reinhardt, Jessica Morris, which we didn't really meet her that night. So, like, we, we met her after that, so we didn't know she was here. It's a really mm-hmm. fun movie. Um, and uh, I thought what we would do real quick is play the trailer because you can see which um, movie? Art of the Dead. Oh, I you love, can, I love Art of the Dead. You can see Robert in Art of the Dead. He plays a really creepy priest. A weird priest. And, you were uh, weird in that. You really so, yes, it was. You played that really like sleazy, supernaturally weird Jeff Jamon. I don't know what the fuck you are, but I love what you did. With it. <laughs> Thank you. No, really, so, I, I can't pin it. I can't. You just were weird. Weird is the word. Oh, yeah, a I've, scary I've, preach. Sherry I've, Davis I've, just joined us in the chat room. Oh, and wants us oh all to Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Sherry, my love. Sherry Davis is a fabulous actress, and I loved her in Tommy Knockers. Her scene was incredible Hilarious. in Tommy Knockers. I think she stole a little bit of the movie and yes. you got to see Tommy Knockers and Sherry Davis is being, let's put it this way, in rapture. There you go. With the very with the cowboy. Oh, All right. She's she wonderful at it. Sherry, I love you, darling. Hello, Sherry. Um, so go ahead and, and uh, uh, just do a little intro, say, you know, for uh, Art of the Dead, and then they're going to play it and we'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is a. Um a movie about paintings. There's six of them, if I'm not mistaken, and they all depict, you know, seven, the seven deadly sins. That's right. And if you view the, one of those paintings, you are affected by that, whether it be gluttony or lust or uh, what are this other? I can't remember. I don't know what five. the seven sins are. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I don't commit them. I'm acquainted <laughs> with them, but we don't really speak on a regular basis. <laughs> Lying, but anyways, drinking, taking somebody's wife, sex, I don't know, every, everything good. Yeah. <laughs> so gluttony, greed, sloth, avarice. There's there's a couple of them there. So the if yep. if you're if you're in near one of the one of the paintings, you are affected by that particular sin. Ricky, Elizabeth, come see what I got. So raw, so primal. And finally, the highlight of tonight, a stunning collection of these seven masterpieces. What do you think, Gina? The Allen series. Yes, I know, last chance. Do we have any other bidders? Well, it is for a good cause. And sold to the Wilson. Seven paintings, seven sins, all represented by Anna. I've tracked these paintings for years, and every owner that has had them in his or her possession has disappeared or worse. If thy eye offends thee. 
You have to give me the Wilson's address where those paintings were sent. And you need to leave my gallery before I call the cops. Call the police and I'll tell them you're responsible for what happened to Marie Trenton last night. <laughs> oh my God! That's what I call a masterpiece. Yay! Well, there's there's well, a trailer. And they showed us all of them at the you end know, there. Uh, you know what? You have to be a weird priest. You stuck a crucifix in your eye, you moron. What the <laughs> fuck was that all about? I was under the influence of the, of the painting. <laughs> if my eyes or whatever, if my eyes see a piece of ass... If and my I eyes know, offend thee. If my eyes offend you, if you saw like... Uh, Sherry Davis's boobs. Yeah, those, that's offending. No, nah, that that would have kept me from poking my eyes out. I would want both of them. <laughs> I mean, I'd want both Davis eyes so I could still maintain my death perception. Yes, I mean, you, you got to admit, Sherry Davis has some body, and she's gorgeous. Sherry Davis and a wonderful gal. Ladies we have in Hollywood, huh? And yes, a sweet, are. wonderful gal. Oh, I love her to pieces. She's a Texas broad. You know what I like about her? She's tough. She beats people up, and I love that. Because I'm from Brooklyn. I used to beat people up when I was young. And yeah. Sherry beats people up. She's good. In the film, she beats. she's very tough in film. Yeah. I don't mean in private life, folks. <laughs> I mean film. She knows how to take care no, of No, she's like, she movies. reminds me of Barbara Stanwyck in a way. Barbara yeah. Stanwyck had that same acting uh, ability. Barbara Stanwyck was tough. She'd beat people up. Yeah. So I think of, I think of Sherry Davis as, as a Barbara Stanwyck of today. I like love it. So you're also in Arena Wars, uh, Night of the yeah. Tommy Doctors. I actually saw The Curse of the Komodo back in 2004. That oh, was way Jesus. before I ever Ron and, and Paul Logan. So like I actually have seen that movie. Um, and then you've got Christmas movies. Uh, you also did Tom Haley and Jessica Cameron's movie Final X, the final experiment with Al Burke and Tom ha Thomas Haley and James Cameron and James yeah. Duvall. Uh, Jessica Cameron, not James Cameron. Uh, Attack of the Unknown, which I actually saw Ron didn't see with Robert Grieco, Douglas Tate, Paul Gunn, Tara Reid, Robert Lasardo. They've all been on the show except for Robert Lasardo. So you've done a, some wonderful things. What, um, as an actor, as an actor, like, uh, give me a male and a female actor that you think would have been fun to work with that you haven't worked with yet. They can be living or dead. And then while okay. you're thinking about that also, uh, what's a movie, any movie that's ever been made in history that you would be like, oh my God, I wish I was in that movie. And it can be an old movie, a new movie, any movie you want. I would say the actor I would want to work with would be Spencer Tracy. Oh, there you go. Oh my God, Spencer Tracy. I loved him. And the uh, actress I would like to work with would be Myrna Loy. Oh, Myrna wow. Myrna Loy. Interesting. Yeah. I've never um, met either one. They, they, I, they died before I was young, I, yeah. before I was in Hollywood. But I would have loved to have met Spencer Tracy, fine actor. And, and if I were to be in a classic motion picture, I think I'd pick Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, wow. I don't know if I've ever actually seen that. Oh, it's, Lawrence it's, of Arabia? Epic. It's pretty spectacular. Oh, yeah. No CGI. <laughs> they, they crashed a train. They blew up a train. That's the only word for, for Lawrence of Arabia is epic. Yes, 
Although I remember the gay people in the gay bars used to say, did you see Florence of Arabia? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought they were being cute because they thought he was gay because he was blonde and then those robes were blowing in the wind. So yeah. they said, Florence, Florence of Arabia. I don't think I know Myrna Loy. What has she been in? Oh, Myrna Loy was well, with, was, what's his name? Is the, She was in you know, all of the, uh, the Thin Man movies with William Powell. Thin Man okay. movies. And she played with uh, Gene Hollow's lover, who was the actor there with the mustache. What the hell is his name? Oh, like the fuck Gable. Greg Gable. No, not Gable. She was no? with somebody before Gable. She was with uh, the one. He was uh, Gene Hollow's lover. They were going oh. to get married, and then she died. The tall fella with the, the mustache. <clears throat> he was in every uh, Thin Man movie with her. Wasn't oh. Gable. His name was... Um, I've, the, he oh, was the lead? Huh? He was the lead actor? He was what? He was the lead actor? He was the lead actor. He was her husband. Oh, it was that she, was she William Powell, was it? William Powell. William Powell, That's of the one course. he couldn't think of, yes. Yeah, William yeah. Powell, another good yeah. actor. Fantastic. So you're in a lot of you're in a lot of horror movies. Do you actually like horror movies? Do you watch horror movies, or are you just because you get cast in a lot of them, you're in them? But do you actually, if you were sitting around on a, like on Saturday night when we sit around, if we're not going to an event, we watch uh, TCM. What is it? Uh, Noir Cla Alley. We watch Noir Alley on Turner Classic Movies on Saturday night. Because I like it because I sit there and I say, oh, I remember that one. This one, I knew everybody in those old movies. But, but socially, yeah. but we don't watch. But we don't watch horror movies. I watch them. You know, on my own, but because Ron doesn't really love them to death. Um, oh. So, do you watch horror movies? Like, are you a horror movie fan, or are you pretty much just it's a you know you get to act them and it's fun, but you don't you wouldn't really watch them on your own. I hesitate to stay to say, but I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Guess what? He hasn't either. I don't either. <laughs> I but I like know. being in them. They're they're fun to do. Usually, I play the bad guy. And yes. I've been uh, I've been disemboweled. I've been uh, vivisectioned. I've been uh, exploded. I've yeah, died in some wonderful ways. <laughs> I, I was I was possessed by so many souls that my body couldn't take it, and I just exploded. Oh no, that's good. I like that. So that's fun. yeah. Going back to Myrna Lloyd, did you ever see Midnight Lace, the Doris Day film? Mid <sighs> no. Doris no. Day's aunt. And I think that was one of the best performances I have ever seen of her. It was a color film, so we could see her beautiful red hair. And she was a very sarcastic, wealthy aunt who played it beautifully. So not who she's ever been in film. No. Totally out of character. And, I, and it's a wonderful mm -hmm. film, Midnight Lace, with Rex Harrison and Doris Day. Uh, it's a thriller. I would suggest everybody see it. Yeah. Yeah. I like Levis. But that was a good choice, Myrna Loy. Good for Myrna. So let's see. Yeah. So now let's go modern day now. Yes. And All right. uh, let's say you're going to go make some kind of a movie and you're going to have an affair with any woman in Hollywood. It's part of the script for the film. And you could like, you know, like have a have a, a wonderful uh, attraction to any woman in Hollywood. That's that's let's do a living one this time. Who and you can't have Charlize because she's mine. <laughs> so okay. who, who, who are you going to? Who are you going to pick to like be your wife or love interest in the in a, in a new romantic movie getting made? Do I get to keep my forties body? Uh, if you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then then it would be um, Penelope Cruz. Oh wow! Penelope, I love her. <clears throat> she's a good actress. Yeah. No, she's she's fantastic. Does it? You, you ever come to Palm Springs? Yeah, my mom lives out there. 
I can't stand the sand. I got sand throat. You know, when the sand is so fine, it goes in your nose and throat. Yeah. Every, yeah. It's, it's annoying to how the winds are blowing here like hurricanes. So wait a second. Why does it have to be a 40 year old body? Why can't it be what, however old you are now's body? Because it's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'm 83. It's not the age, it's the mileage. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm 83 and I have a 16 year old's body. And I'm also delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I'm too much of a realist. No, that's fun, though. Oh, I could never do a nude. Are you kidding? I would be so ashamed. Wouldn't you? No, I had my, uh, hey, that's a I did my share. Did my share of the Skinamax movies in the nineties. Would you do a um, nude front? Would you do? Yeah, a nude? he just said he just did in the nineties. He did Skinamax movies. What are those? Like softcore porn. Oh, <laughs> the, the softcore stuff. Well, so you're not shy about being frontal naked? I am. They well, first of all, they need a different lens if they're going to shoot me frontally. <laughs> more of a more of a telescopic sort of a thing. <laughs> But uh, no, I got no problem, or then anyway, maybe now it might be different, but then I had no problem showing my ass. There was a first AD I worked with, and he told me that he's seen my ass more than he's seen his own. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no problem worrying about that, because at 83, no one's going to ask me to do a frontal naked, for sure. <laughs> so that's not a problem. Um, but I know a lot of actors, we ask, you know, young, good-looking, handsome, 25-year-old sexy actors are on our show. And you'd be surprised how they are shy. Many will say, no, I won't do frontal. And then, of course, yeah. the guys that are super hung, they say, oh, yeah, I'll do it anytime. So I don't yeah. know if that's an indication of wee-wee little pee-pee or what makes a man not want to do frontal. I wouldn't do it uh, because, not because of size, only because I wouldn't want my daughters to see it. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I just... Uh... Well, I think we should change the subject. <laughs> you know what? You have a great wit. Something we haven't seen. I think you should do comedy. Well, he said I'd he love to. You have know, um, a good wit. You have a very good wit. I like playing with you. We go back and forth. You're good. Oddly enough, I am M M Michael Madsen and I are the comic relief in Arena Wars. Oh, there we go. Okay, which we haven't and seen yet. And he's Virginia yet. Madsen's older brother. That's yes. right. We and actually watched. Uh, I love Virginia Madsen. We actually watched. She's wonderful. We watched something last night. No, no, we what was that movie called? Last night, I forgot. Uh, we watched the movie last night, and about like it was set in the fifties, and he's in it with. Uh, God, I can't remember anybody who was in it. Mudholland Falls or something. Mudholland. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Oh yeah, Mul yeah, yeah. Mudholland Falls. Mudholland Falls. Yeah. We we interviewed um, Madsen's ex-husband. Oh, Antonio Sabato. Antonio. And I had to say it to him. I said, she had the greatest tits in the world. <laughs> but I don't think he was happy with that question. But she made a film where she was nude and rolling uh -huh. down a hill and running, if you remember the film. I think it was called Body Heat or Heat Wave or something. And she yeah, has an incredible like figure. <clears throat> yes. Besides being a beautiful girl, I love Virginia Madsen. So wait, yeah. go, go, go back then. So Sunburn, that's what it was called, Sunburn. Uh, okay. So so you got uh, um, Penelope, Penelope Cruz. Cruz. Now you're going to just make a movie, and you can star with any male and female you like. Not necessarily a love interest. You're just going to get an opportunity to work with any two stars, you know, male and female that that are uh, living. Who would you like to work with? Who's somebody on a bucket list? Like, oh my gosh, if I had a chance to work with this person, this is who I'd want to work with. 
Let's hear this one. <laughs> if he came out of retirement, it would be Gene Hackman. Oh, there you go. But, Who? but he's Gene firmly Hackman. he's he's firmly retired. Yes. So uh, somebody Gene who's Hackman. somebody who's active, then that would be Tom Hanks. Oh, there you go. Okay. Would you ever have liked to work with Brando? Oh yes. Me too. That would be really fun. That would be. We actually watched The Birds yeah. the other night with Tom Hanks, which it was cute. Yeah. I think Brando actually came up with the best line in movies ever. I think the movie was called Heist with uh, Robert De Niro. De Niro played a nightclub owner, and it's right. during the day. The tables are up on the – the chairs are on the table, and De Niro's doing some paperwork. In comes Brando waddling in, and he stops, and he looks at uh, – De Niro, and he goes, Jesus Christ, you look like shit. What's your secret? <laughs> <laughs> my my niece was married to Christopher, his son. So uh -huh. she has given us lots of stories about Brando. I and bet. Brando, she said, was a regular guy. You know, he was no movie star by any yeah. means. He liked to stay in yeah. bed and eat and watch TV. The uh, boss I had when I was driving limos uh, drove Brando fairly often. And he insisted on sitting in the front seat and just was like a regular guy. He's a regular joke. And, yeah. Uh, do you know, yeah. Do you know Lorraine Landon? He didn't Landon? like acting. Oh, Who's that? there you go. Do you know Lorraine Landon? I don't know if you've met her. I, Beautiful blonde, no, gorgeous I, we, I, know, I know who she is, but we've never met. Okay, because she you also should. dated Christian Brando. <clears throat> yeah, she's my darling friend. I love Lorene to pieces. And she oh. dated uh, Christopher after my niece Mary divorced him. Hmm. Well, so you know who another great guy is? Uh, I drove Hector Elizondo uh, on one occasion. God, and another him. guy who wanted to sit in the front seat. And it turns out that he went to a tryout for the New York Giants in the polo grounds. And I attended a tryout for the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. And neither of us went anywhere, but we ended up in the same business. Oh, that's fun. I, isn't Hector Elizondo, isn't he the hotel manager for Pretty Woman? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite movie of all time. I know every line. I've seen it like 8,000 times. Yeah, because <laughs> he wanted to play the part of the prostitute. No, I just love Pretty Woman. I, I think Pretty Woman is so great. And if Richard Gere does, was going to be he the... Does Julie. Hey, if Richard Gere was going to be like my... My my shine knight in shining armor, it would have been okay. <laughs> yeah. Because Richard Gears over my dead body. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I like love it. But I you love know, we're married. Did you know you know we're married? I did know that, yeah. I'm sure if he yeah, made a play on, on Richard Gear, you'd put up a fight. I actually wouldn't like Richard Gear back then. I would need him now because I basically, if they're not like 60 or 70 or 80, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with me. Oh. I mean, he likes old men. I have no idea why he married me. That's None right, because you're not, you're not old. I'm not old. Substance. So I have a question. How come, how come you don't do Instagram? Like I, You're only on Facebook, right? Because I couldn't find a Twitter or an Instagram for you. No, I uh, I don't think a grown man should tweet, first of all. It just sounds silly. I don't think a grown man should tweet. <laughs> I don't and bother then with that crap either. I started an uh, Instagram account, and I couldn't find out how to put pictures and that stuff, so I just <laughs> abandoned it. And it turns okay. out they they didn't want me on there because I don't take pictures of my food. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't follow anybody who takes pictures of their food anyway, so it's okay. Uh, I basically only follow actors and musicians primarily. 
But yeah, yeah, I think it's stupid. And and when I'm on Twitter, I use it for business, but I don't tweet. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the restaurant. And, they do that and on Facebook that too. They put the food people eating. I'm so fucking hungry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not big on social media. Facebook takes up too much of my time, first of all. So I have to find a way to wean myself off of that. But it's great for hooking up with people, mm -hmm. uh, for, for people for work, for people that I haven't seen for a while, or to yeah. just look up somebody who I thought, gee, I wonder what they're doing. And sometimes you can find them and right. they're doing well. Oh, no, I think it's terrific. So well, you get work. You know, Paul, so you can on our show. And Paul Servino said he bought a farm in Pennsylvania and he lived there for a while and couldn't get work. He sold mm -hmm. the farm and came back to Hollywood. They gave him work every day. So in yeah. this business, out of sight, out of mind. So it That's is right. wise to be on Facebook or whatever. You do get work. I did the voiceover intro for his wife, Dee Dee's podcast, Drinks with oh, Dee Dee. She's a doll. I love her. Isn't she nice? Oh, yeah. she is a super doll. You know, he yeah. He was going to be in my movie that I wrote, The Curse of Magic, and he loved the script. He said it was hilariously funny, but he passed away, so I never got his intake on it. I spoke with mm -hmm. her, and she couldn't have been nicer. She said he was laughing. Yeah. He thought it was hilarious. He wanted to do it. Whether or not, whether whether he did or didn't, she was gracious and lovely yes. and such a nice lady. Oh, no, yeah. she's fabulous. He, Very nice. He was terrific, too. Do you do a lot of voice work? Because you have a good voice. Everybody in the chat room is talking about how great your voice is. Yeah, I have. I've. Uh, I. I was up until I think last year, the voice of Yahoo Fantasy Football. I was okay. the voice of the Toyota Fantasy Football Hall of Fame, and I've done stuff for um, a power company in Ohio. Um, uh, Gallup, no, not Gallup. What's the Sorrento? The almond. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 liqueur, the oh, Italian okay. liqueur, amaretto. Yeah. Are, are, are you are you Rob? Are you presently married? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, we consider ourselves married, but it's not sanctioned by the state or by the church. Okay, what do you say? Yeah. So common law, I guess, is like common oh, law. That's I, like I don't, uh, hear, I don't hear too well. <clears throat> that's like um, okay. so last week when we had. Uh, no, wait, let me finish. So I can tell all the ladies out there that are wishing and swooning. He's taken, <laughs> ladies. Yeah, yes, so I am. Oh, I know. I bet you. The, I, I'm going to get a lot of stuff saying he's gorgeous, he's sexy, that voice, and I'm going to say too bad he's married. That's but, how Monique wait, wait, is wait, wait, too. Do you fool around? <laughs> no. Say yes. Absolutely not. No, say no, yes. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna no, lie. I lied once. No, I lied once when I told women, Robbie, all the women are gonna have it thinking they have a chance. Mom's listening. They're, Hi, gonna, mom. they're gonna think they have a chance. <laughs> My, Let them think they have a chance. So yeah, I, I, I lied. <laughs> yeah. She she Mom, she, uh, in she Springs. We live in uh, I can't say where we no, live. No, you can't say no. she can't tell she you. She can't either. tell us either. Okay. Oh, okay. So wait, what did yeah, you lie about? Wait, wait. Does your mother live north or south? South. Okay, I know where she is. Where near, is uh, near, near Gene Autry and the 111. Yeah, okay. you're not far from us. We're right up the road. So wait, wait, wait. Do you have yeah. four minutes? What did you lie? What did you lie about? <sighs> I told a girl that I loved her when I didn't. <laughs> and it really, and it turned in. It turned into a very bad scenario. <laughs> They're supposed to be able to see that, but apparently I, I didn't show it. And 
Or I did. I anyway. It it turned out to be very uncomfortable and a disaster, and I I regret it to this day. Obviously. Oh, so wow. I I don't lie to women. There you go. That's so in good. regards to so I don't mess around. So Monique and her, a, Monique and her and her boyfriend they're common law. Also, they were on last week. And oh, good. Bad. I don't we think we Monique. use the word common law anymore. That was a nasty word back in my day. If we used to refer to a couple, well, they live in common law, meaning they're less than human. But today yeah. it's called just partnership. You know, the partnership paper means yeah. nothing. Like I, I always prefer. I married Jimmy legally so I could take him for everything in case he divorced me. Smart. <laughs> very smart. That's the only reason I married him. Otherwise, I would have lived with him. What the, I need a paper. But if he leaves me, I'm an old man. I need his money. All of his I money. was always partial. I was always partial to, to the term living in sin. Yes, I like living in sin. Oh, Much better than common <laughs> he's law. An he's an antiquated. Wait, how many times words. have you played a preacher, a priest or a preacher? Many? Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, think about four or five times. Yeah, see, that's because you make a good looking preacher, and he's he played I, a priest. I played once. a priest also once in the movie uh, Clown Road. What the hell was it called? Clown Hotel. Well, I forgot the movie, but I played a. I was a witty light in the loafer priest. Oh. I oh, yeah, I played light in the loafer, and it was kind of fun. I like I loafer. bet. Yeah. Well, I was go to um, I I go to a Catholic church and talk to a priest when I do it and explain to him what my actions are so that I do it the right way. That's cool. Cuz otherwise because my dad was a cop and one of the biggest laughs he would get is watching cop shows and seeing how terrible they were as far as procedure <laughs> and uh radio um uh, uh, what is it anyway? The the way they work a radio. Yes. So he helped me on uh, on a movie I did with Rolf Kaneski years ago, uh, called Video Store. I think they changed it, it to Video Store. Video Store. Video Store. I think they changed it to Tomorrow by Midnight. Okay. Uh, Alexis Arquette was in it. Oh, I love her. among among some very good, among some very uh, excellent actors, and I I talked to L LAPD about. Um, radio protocol about their divisions about all that stuff and there was a uh, SWAT unit that actually worked on the movie they were shooting all the weapons they brought the weapons m16s and uh i think it was called an mk9 and 120 rounds of ammunition in a in about a 15 second interval wow. it was fantastic and they said uh, when they saw the movie at the premiere they said you you did a really good job are you a cop I said no. I just learned how to talk like that. But my dad was a cop. My my his his dad was a cop. My dad was a cop, and, and their dog was a cop. I like love it. I, I played cop so many times. I think I'm a cop. But Hang the on, only, we're out of time. We but the go. only time I used to go no. see a priest was when I needed a date. <laughs> Smart. 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 They say you 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 meet the best dates in the produce section or in church. There you go. But so. But don't stick your crucifix in your eye anymore. That can hurt. No, no, it grew hey, back. It grew back Duncan. nicely. He's got Art of the Dead is out. You can see it now. You can also see Night of the Tommy Knockers. Probably a lot of these things, actually, you can see. So uh, Tommy Knockers. The, uh, you got to see Tommy Attack Knockers. Attack of the Unknown. And he was Please, yes. See those films, folks. You know, I don't, I don't lie. One thing Ron never does is lie. If the film stinks, I tell you, it stinks. 
These good films movie. are really good. Please watch them and let me know that you, that I'm right. There you go. So, I have good taste in films. Robert, we want to thank you for yeah. coming on. Congratulations with everything. Well, I'm sure we're going to see you soon. You're a very warm, loving, funny guy. I like you, and I can't wait to see you at a carpet so we can have some fun. Yeah. Bye. Thank well, thanks, you. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate being on your show. When I see you, Absolutely. just take the crucifix out of your eye, please. <laughs> I will. All right. I'll let you. you do it. Bye, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks so much, so everybody. Long. Next week, we got a great show. We're going to yes. have um, Stevie B and yes. Oscar Torres from The Hangover. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.